What's up, guys? Welcome to Run It Back with Blair Bomber. I'm Steven Dorf, and my voice is shot. Dude, I sound like I just smoked enough cigarettes to be in an e-cig commercial. Like I was, I always smoke cigarettes. I'm literally, I'm Steven Dorf. I smoke cigarettes my entire life. I'm now their spokesman. I'm just going to be like, oh, guys, you know, uh, if you need someone to talk about e-cigs, I, uh, you can lay my voice is not very good. So, uh, but it's kind of, why is that hot though? Why is like a raspy voice hot? I hooked up with a girl in college once just because her voice was sexy. Is that, now does that make me shallow or more inclusive? Because a voice is what's gotten me there. And that's a good thing, right? Dude, here's the weird thing. Like, I'm getting closer and closer to 30. Like, I'm halfway to being a year away. I'm just, yeah, a year and a half away from being 30. And things have just changed for me. Just the things that I like, the things I dislike, the things that I'm attracted to are different. Because, you know, from literally 14 until probably 26, it was just give me tits and ass. Tits and ass. That's it. Tits and ass. That's all I need to get me going. And then I found out recently that something else happened. I was talking to someone and I found myself attracted to their passion and drive. Isn't that insane? Like they were just talking about their, their job and, and, and which is crazy because I'm not even attracted to dudes like that. But this guy was so passionate about teaching kids at his school one of the kids was dyslexic and he's figuring it out and it's like he's really eye-opening moment i just wanted to lay my head on his chest and have him tell me it's going to be okay i guess things just change i mean i guess when you get older you just get a little bit more gay and that's that's allowed right you can be a little gay as you get older but another thing we had this holiday party at this place that i work i won't say where because i work there and i like to work there and i don't want to reference this place without maybe if i don't say something positive i don't want it to be like well you can't say that it's like oh well it's i'm not talking about you if you think that's what i'm talking about but we had a holiday party and i love holiday parties i love parties music drinking people are boozing left and right that's what i love that's my sweet spot loud music let's go but then I remember I walked in and the first thing I thought was, can they turn the music down? Does it have to be so loud? I just want to talk to my friends. And this is literally a rip from an episode of Friends. People think it's like fucking, you know, like cuck to to be a fan of Friends. I love Friends. Fuck you guys. Oh, you know, Seinfeld's better. Yeah, you know what, dude? No, it's not a more enjoyable watch. Maybe in a couple of years, I'll enjoy it more. But as far as like things you can consume for a long period of time and then rewatch it over and over again, it's hard to top friends. It's, it's might be number one as far as things I've watched the, the rewatched the most, but there's a scene when they're trying to party Chandler and Joey and Ross try to go out and party. They want to prove that they can still do it, you know? And the first thing Chandler says is like, does it have to be so loud? And I used to think, what a pussy. This fucking pussy wants to just sit in a coffee shop and what, not get laid? Oh, he wants to fuck his friends. He wants to attempt to fuck his friends. Dude, go out there. Go to the club. You're in New York City. <clears throat> Do some shots and fuck whores. And now I'm just like, yeah, I get it. 
I don't want to go to you can't you can't find me in a club you can't pull me into a club unless I'm on all the drugs if I'm on all the drugs then okay then we can go to the club then we can go have fun we can dance and that's what I'm going to be into but if I'm just drinking I want to I don't want to stand I want to sit down in a comfortable chair talk to my friends. I think that's also a definite rip. I think I've seen friends so many times that I'm just ripping verbatim things that they, that Chandler has said, by the way, I don't know if you noticed this, but I don't, you probably didn't notice this, but I saw this thing is that show was so popular that Chandler's speech pattern actually impacted an, an entire generation of people. Like people started to talk like that. You know what? I mean, like he would say things in this weird cadence and it just kind of made sense to me, which I think is more digestible. Actually, if you can slow down, like I have to do that all the time because I fucking just mumble and clutter all day. I have to split up the things I have to say. Otherwise, I just sound like, you know, like a little kid trying to type a sentence, but with no spaces. That is, I've said that before, I think. But is this 30? Is this what 30 is? Me complaining about loud music? Even like I had... There was sex on the table for me. Like I had, like sex was just, it was readily available. And something else came up and took me away. And that would have ruined my day. I would have been so mad. My roommates got locked out of the apartment, which is also, we're 30. There's no more of that. There's no more of who has the house key. No, no, no. We all have our keys. And we have an extra set of keys. Always have your keys. Always have your keys. And you know what else you should do? Have your keys. And then you know what you shouldn't do. Break into your apartment. If you're 30 and you have to break into your own apartment, I don't know if you're going to see 40. And you're for sure going to get divorced. If you're 30 and you're breaking into your own apartment, you're getting divorced. That's just how that is. Don't ask me how that correlates, but I know that if you lose your key, misplace your key, leave your key at home, and then go home, be like, oh shit, we don't have our key. Let's break through the kitchen window. If you're that person, you're getting divorced. And you might be like, no, I don't know. I'm talking to you, Sarah, and I'm talking to you, Isaac. You guys are going to get divorced. Because you don't remember your keys. And I know that makes absolutely no sense and there's zero correlation. But you know what? That's just how I feel about it. Divorce. Now I'm going to be there for both of you because we're both friends equally. So I will go out and get trashed with both of you separately. And I would say, I would give you guys though, because I love and respect you guys. I would say you'll make it to at least year 20 of your marriage before you get divorced. Yeah. And it'll end with someone's getting stabbed. But that's the kind of love you want. If we break up and it's like a, have a good day, see you later. I don't want to be friends with you. I want you to hate me and I want to hate you. That means you guys loved hard. And if you're, what's the point of being in a relationship? If you're going to, if you're going to passively be in a relationship, what is the, what is the point? Yeah, we, uh, we like each other. She's really cool. I love and respect her. Like, uh, yeah, show, uh. We haven't had sex in a month, but, you know, she's really working hard at her career. And I think that's great. And I'm here for her. No. No, no, no. You should be like, no, that, my girl's a fucking stupid bitch. But you know what? 
She fucks hard and long and fucking bad. And don't call your girl a stupid bitch. That's just that's just disrespectful. Unless she leaves her keys um, in the apartment and then you have to break in through the window and cut your wrist a little bit because the glass broke on your hand. Um, then, yeah. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, sex was on the table. I got pulled away. I had to come back home, let my roommates in. But they broke in so they didn't need me. That would have ruined my day. That would have ruined my weekend. But then I was like, oh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna be able to shower. I'm gonna have a good night's sleep. I'm gonna wake up in my own bed. I'm just really about being by myself a lot lately. Like I wish we could just have these these agreements. Like I, I don't, I don't want to stay over. If we're looking to just hang out, hook up. Let's hang out first, hook up, and then gone. That's what our DNA is. That's what my DNA is. It says, hey, dude, um, you better spread this seed. So don't be spending all your time with this one person. You know, I, I'll, I'll come into a podcast and, and tell myself, Blair, let's not talk about sex today. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about how you're getting older and how music is too loud. You don't like it. Yeah, but then, inevitably... It gets right back to me talking about wanting to leave after sex. What's wrong with me? Why do I why am I like this? Is it and also is it a problem? Like is it something I need to work on? Is the fact that I, I mostly just talk about sex a bit you cuz I think before I was talking about it cuz I was always fucking horned up. Now I'm not really that horned up anymore. I mean still more than I think the average male cuz you boys got a little bit of high T that's why there's no hair on my head. I don't know. It's, it's, I think, and here's what I think it is. I think it is, it's the red button syndrome that I think I've talked about before where it's like, Hey, don't touch this red button. Okay. Don't touch it. 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 And then I, I have to touch it. That's me. I, I have to know. And that's, that's like talking about sex. People get uncomfortable, but you could learn a lot about somebody if you get them to open up about like, not like deep stuff. Like I'd actually rather hear about somebody's kink than the time that they're like, you know, their dad hit him in the back of the head a little too hard. Like that's what, that's where I'm at with like, give me something happy. Like, Oh, you like feet. Why do you like feet? It was like, Oh, well, when I was younger, this girl in my class used to, you know, like, like, like kind of like touch her feet and like put them on a bare foot and like sit cross-legged. And I would just look at her foot and it was kind of mesmerizing. Now I just want a foot in my mouth a lot. I had a friend who would, he was so into feet that he would have his wife rest her feet on his face and it would help him fall asleep. Isn't that some of the most, cr isn't that, isn't, isn't it like, what is that? There are people like that out there. There are people out there. You could, you could just make up a, a kink. Like, like I bet someone's really attracted to shaker cups. Like, like the, the muscle, like the ones where you shake your energy, your protein or whatever. And there's someone out there who just get that triggers them into just wanting to suck cock. See, there I go again. Why am I so blatantly sexual? This is like a come to Jesus moment. I got to start. Like, but is it a problem? Because I think it's interesting. I think, I think, I'm just going to keep saying, I got to, I got to get out of here. This voice is already trash. And I'm just talking about fucking. All right. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to make an attempt right here to talk about something 
for at least, let's say, two minutes. And I'm not going to bring it back to sex, okay? I'm going to start talking about something. Uh, actually, I can't, even, I can't even think. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I'm starting to appreciate art in a weird way. I like looking at stuff like this, like the Nighthawks, this uh, this new uh, addition to the to the background of the podcast. I like it. I don't know what it is about it though, because when I I look at it, it puts me in this weird sense of comfort because I live my life so long between the hours of 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. And that was the thing about Chicago that I love is that it could be four in the morning, but it still felt alive. Like the city, you still kind of knew you could do anything at any point and you could people were up and around LA if you see someone walking on the street in LA you're like whoa 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 this guy just coming from you know severing a head or a finger like what is this guy what's in his pockets are there toenails in his pockets because he cut off the toes of a person and then clipped their toenails because he's one of those weird Ted Bundy guys I don't know like that nightlife like I'm trying I try and find this balance between like okay where am I at right now? Because for it was a long time in Chicago, it was it was nights. I sleep during the day and I go out at night, and that's what it was. LA, I've kind of shifted because now I'm getting up in the morning. I'm trying to get up at eight and and do stuff and have like a day where I I'm active. But I miss the night, and this room, and I think that reminds me of that. I had another friend of mine who who sent me. He's he's an incredible artist named Scott Notable. He's an incredible, incredible artist. From back home at Linden, he's just one of these. One of my fucking. He's one of my favorite people of all time. Like you know, when there are people that you meet and you're like, oh, I could spend the rest of the day with this person, and it would be eight hours later, and we're like, where'd the time go? Because you're just laughing the whole time. This guy draws this like he'll draw like an abstract thing, right? Where I have this, I have this, uh, this portrait. It's like a, not a portrait, but it's like a, it's a drawing that he gave me. And the outline is a like a butterfly or like an insect or like a fly or something. It's it's a bug, but then inside is this intricate, it's almost like a story. And it's these little pieces and every couple inches, it's like it just blends into this abstract kind of maze labyrinth thing. And it's just, I can look at it all day. And you don't appreciate things like that when you're younger. Because when you're younger, you just th- you see everything at face value. You see, like, you see a football. You're like, oh, a ball. And that's it. When you get older, you see a football and you think about, wow, like, I used to be really good at that. And I, that was my entire life. And now I, I can't even tell you the last time I picked one up or threw it or like felt good or felt the desire to go out there and be a part of that. It's like, it's a, that's like the self reflected things you get older. So when I look at art, it kind of makes me, I don't know, it, it, it invokes this, this part of your brain that I don't think was developed when I was younger. And now that it's a little more developed, you kind of want to explore it. So when I see Nighthawk, I see this one right here. It's like. Oh man, I want to be there. I want to go to that place. It kind of gives you that thirst for adventure a little bit when you see like a thought-provoking art, anything. Unlike this fucking thing behind me. This is my face. Although, kids got I got a nice face. Got a nice face. All right. Was that better than fucking talk? Talking about fucking? You tell me. Tell me if the first part was more enjoyable or me getting like kind of philosophical about art was better. Because I do think that's the line here. It's going to be me talking about just coming in asses or me talking about how art makes me feel. Good? We're good? We killed it? All right, get fucked, I'm out of here.